audio level full volume, it's go time. Broadcasting from the most powerful city in the world. The world. Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen. Welcome to the Power Table. The Power Table. With Teresa Marie in the LBD. Right now. Teresa Marie, another premiere episode of The Power Table. The back. Power Table. I couldn't wait to get into this interview because it has some true history yes. to it. Yes, yes. We are talking about the new epics series, Godfather of Harlem, starring Forrest Whitaker. And we're talking to one of the show's actors and yep. executive producers, producers. Marquan Smith. It's real interesting. Again, I'm, I'm a, I love history. In, in the narrative of how like gangsters or for the uh, black community, how that kind of forms. So we're going to get into it. Yeah. So here is our conversation with executive producer and star of the new epic series, Marquan Smith. The Power Table. All right, Teresa, on the line, I have my man, uh, Marquan Smith. He is the new executive producer of a new series that's going to come on Epics in September. It's called Godfather of Harlem. What's up, Marquan? Hey, how you doing? How, how you guys doing? We're doing, We're doing fine and glad <laughs> that you're joining us today. Excited about this epic series. It's pretty huge. Tell us about it, Godfather. Well, Godfather of Harlem is about the collision of civil rights in the underworld. And uh, Forrest Whitaker, Bumpy Johnson, Giancarlo Esposito was playing Adam Clayton Powell. So it's based about 1963 in Harlem and what's going on at that time is so parallel the narrative to what's happening in 2019 America right now. So the Harlem riots of 1963, 1964 is our Ferguson. Uh, Cassius Clay of 1963-64 is our Colin Kaepernick. Mm. So it's telling a narrative that we, you know, everyone should be able to understand. Now, does the story follow? Everybody knows that Bumpy Johnson was really the godfather of Harlem, big gangster uh, for way back in the day, responsible for Frank Lucas and Nicky Barnes and people of that nature. What's the storyline? How is it going to follow? Well, we saw Bumpy Johnson. He was basically told in the uh, movie Hoodlum. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne played him. Uh, the Cotton Club. Lawrence Fishburne played him again. Um, American Gangster. This is not about the Harlem Renaissance. This is about Bumpy coming home from Alcatraz in 1963 and coming back to a Harlem that's in turmoil. You know, the civil rights movements, the Me Too movements, the LGBTQ movements, all these movements started back in the 60s. It's him coming back and telling the story, basically a tale of three cities, of him trying to regain his. So we're talking about the Italians, which is in East Harlem. Uh, an actor by the name of Vincent D'Onofrio plays uh, Vinny de Chen. And we're talking about Spanish Harlem. We have Louis Guzman. He plays a, a character by the name of Guapo Boricua. So it's basically about the tale of three cities. It's about East Harlem, Spanish Harlem. Adam Clayton Powell is in East Harlem with uh, Vincent D'Onofrio, that the narrative is parallel. 2019 Harlem is so similar to what was happening in 1963, 64. Uh, the race riots, race riots is so parallel to what happened in Harlem in 63, 64 with the Harlem riots. Cassius Clay is similar to Colin Kaepernick. And basically the story is about the tale of three cities. We're talking about East Harlem, Spanish Harlem, and Central Harlem. Mm. East Harlem, you have the actor Vincent D'Onofrio, who was in Full Metal Jacket. He played uh, Kingpin and, and Daredevil. He plays a character by the name of Vincent the Chin Gigante. Then you're talking about Spanish Harlem, where you have Louis Guzman. Louis Guzman, you might have seen him in Carlitos Way right. mm-hmm. and a, a bunch of the other favorite movies. And then you have Central Harlem, where um, Adam Clayton Powell, Malcolm X, and Bumpy Johnson on the side. 
And how do you pick up this story, uh, the information about when a Bumpy Johnson gets out of Alcatraz and now he has to, I guess, you know, come back into a community? Where does he find himself? Bumpy finds himself because you have to understand Bumpy is a uh, is born in Charleston, South Carolina. He was a Geechee, but he grew up with the uh, likes of Lucky Luciano, Maya Lansky and Frank Costello and Buggy, Bugsy Siegel. These guys are Italian guys that he grew up in East Harlem with. So he went, he went away and did a stint of 11 years in Alcatraz. And when he came back to Alcatraz, the world is totally different. Mm-hmm. You know, I used to hear these magical stories about Harlem because my godmother is Margaret Johnson, who's, who was actually the granddaughter of Bumpy Johnson. Mm, wow. So she used to tell me these magical stories about walking down the street and hearing Sam Cooke coming out of Transistor Radio, seeing Nat King Cole getting their haircut, or walking past 125th Street and seeing James Brown's name in the marquee, or Sugar, Sugar Ray Robinson's pink Cadillac. So these are the magical stories that I used to hear, but she also used to tell me that Bumpy wasn't just a gangster, but he was a was a thinker. He read Shakespeare. He read Nietzsche. He it was rumored that he beat Bobby Fischer in chess. So he was an educated black man. And what the Italians did, knowing that he wasn't considered a savage, they used him as a liaison between East Harlem and uh, Harlem, bringing in the drugs. Is there any relation between this series and the American Gangster movie that introduced us to Frank Lucas? Well. We would, we would consider this almost like the prequel to Frank Lucas. Okay. This is dealing with the, the, the civil rights. This is dealing with Malcolm X leaving the nation and his, his, his problems with Elijah Muhammad. This is dealing with John F. Kennedy's assassination. So this is pre-Frank Lucas. And so when we're dealing with all of these historical events and Bumpy Johnson, we know Hoodlum, Lawrence Fishburne, like you said, and Vanessa Williams, they gave us a peek of, of who he, he was. How do you portray him in this time area? How did you prepare for that? Well, there's two things. My amazing showrunner and writer, he created the TV show Narcos. His name is Chris Brancato and Paul Eckstein. And Chris created the original movie Hoodlum with Paul Eckstein. And what I did was, you know, to be honest with you, it's been a long journey. It's been 18 years for me to get this show done. Mm -hmm. And I made Margaret Johnson a promise to get it done. And she's no longer here. And Margaret, like I said, is Bumpy Johnson's granddaughter. So what I did was a lot of research in the Schomburg Museum. I also um, brought in a authentic African American uh, African American historical consultant by the name of Professor James Smalls, and Professor Smalls was Malcolm X's sister's bodyguard. So a lot of it was a lot of research. I did a lot of uh, interviews with the old timers in Harlem that were still alive, and. Uh, just, just going through a lot of paperwork and microfilm at the Schomburg Museum. You got some heavyweights uh, attached to this project, as you said at the top of the interview, mm-hmm. like Forrest Whitaker. Right. Now, how did he get involved with this project? And how did you and him get together on this? Uh, the journey started for me about 18 years ago. And um, I made, like I said, I made a promise to uh, Margaret that we would get this done to tell a real story about her father, not the story that was depicted in Hoodlum, not the story that was depicted in the Cotton Club, not the story that was depicted in American Gangster, but the story that was about um, him as a person. So I ended up meeting with uh, Forrest's man, his husband, who was my partner by the name of James Atchison, and I sat down with him and I told him, I said, 
you know, this is a story that needs to be told. We talk about so many gangsters. We talk about John Dillinger, Public Enemy. We talk about Bonnie and Clyde. We talk about Scarface. We, 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 there's so many, so many layers, but there is African-American gangsters who came here uh, promoting the American dream by doing whatever they had to do by any means necessary. And he fell in love with the project and said, you know what, I want to introduce you to Forrest. And from there on, Forrest took me on as his little brother, and we sat down, we did we, we did research. We we built for a year or two to get the story together uh, to uh, show to the masses. Is there anything that's surprising or that you could tell us that we'll learn about Bumpy Johnson other than being a gangster, when we're talking about the civil rights movement and, and and being instrumental in that, will we be surprised at his story? I think you will because you you you're not just you're not just knowing about Bumpy. You're just you're knowing about him as a family person. You're knowing about him as a person that was uh, torn between redemption of what he did to destroy the black community and him wanting to change his ways. So this is not a story about saying Bumpy Johnson is is, is our all-American hero. This is about a, uh, a African-American man in his late 50s coming home wanting to change from what he's done before. You know, he like I said before, he was an avid chess player. He beat Bobby Fischer in chess. He, um, you know, he had... Uh, That's huge, uh, by the way, Marquand. That's huge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He had, I mean, these stories are true. He had princes and princesses coming to see him in Harlem, like Sidney Poitier, Lena Horne. He had, uh, he was friends with all of them. And uh, this is like a, a story where it shows you about the American dream. And the narrative is so similar to what's going on in the White House right now. You know, we were all immigrants. We all came here to uh, get a better life. And this is what we're showing in this 10-episode series. Golly. And, you know, even with my, even with my journey, like, I tell, you know, everybody wants success, but it was very difficult for me. You know, people want success, but they don't want to eat ramen noodles. They don't want to take buddy passes knowing that you have a meeting at Netflix and you hope you get on that plane or sleeping on somebody's couch. This is just the American dream. And, you know, you know, Forrest believed in me. He said, we can we can make this happen. And, you know, Epic's Michael Wright believed in it and was like, this is a story that needs to be told. Tell it now. I'm going to talk about you. A little bit more. Now, uh, they said that you uh, not only are the executive producer, but you have a role in this show. Talk, tell me about it. Well, you know, I am the EP, um, but I also, I tell people at all time, it wasn't, you know, I'm an actor. So I said, you know, about 12 years ago that I would have to create my own platform. No different than what Sylvester Stallone did or Ben Affleck or these other huge actors. And I said, um, that may be the only way for me to break in because... I got a thousand no's before I got a yes. And even when I got that yes, an American, uh, not American gangster, you guys said American gangster so many times. I mean, Godfather Harlem. Uh, <laughs> Let's get it right. Godfather, Godfather Harlem. Godfather Harlem. We got to promote the, uh, the yeah. show now. <laughs> yeah. So when Godfather Harlem got picked up, you know, I still had to audition and show the network that I still had, I, that I had chops. And I wasn't just an executive producer that's just saying, let me put myself in there. And, you know, with the support of Forrest and and, and uh, rehearsing lines all summer, and, you know, they came down and saw me in the dailies, and they were like, yo, let's go. I play a character by the name of Junie Bird. Junie Bird is one of Bumpy's third lieutenants. Mm-hmm. And in uh, all reality, uh, Bumpy's later years, Bumpy actually died in Junie Bird's arms. So I did a lot of research, man. It was like, it's, to me right now, it's very surreal. But I think you guys would definitely enjoy the project. It's I don't call it entertainment. I call it edutainment because the education of 
teaching kids out there as well as people in the older demographic of what actually happened and where we at right now in life, it really means a lot. And, you know, we have a great, we have great music attached. We have a Swiss Beats. He's the executive music producer. Okay. Um, nice. And he's brought the contemporary music of now, mixing in with the, uh, the music of the past. So you may hear Curtis Mayfield, but then you may hear Rick Ross. Okay. So it's almost like what they did in the great Gatsby with Baz Luhrmann. So we, we put, a lot of hard work and, and good energy behind it. And we have like a great cast. Like once again, I got to shout out the cast. We have Paul Savino. We have Chaz Palmateri. We have Vincent D'Onofrio. We have Forrest Whitaker. We have Sonia Son. We have Nigel Thatch, Bill Finesh Hedera, Demi Singleton, mm. um, Kelvin Harrison, uh, uh, Sonia Son. I, I think I might've said it already, but the list goes on. We have a great cast and it's just Sign. amazing. You know, John Carlo bought his A game with playing Adam Clayton Powell. Uh, Nigel Thatch is playing Malcolm X. It's 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 a story, and the story also tells one, uh, Malcolm X's journey too, leaving the Nation of Islam, his uh, bumping heads with uh, uh, Elijah Muhammad, um, his uh, transitioning to finding himself going to Mecca. You know, it's 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 very educational, and we're telling real stories. Real it's, quick question for you, because I, 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 you mentioned the uh, music aspect. I'm sorry, Teresa. No, no way. You, you mentioned the music aspect of it, but uh, a little birdie told me that you have a little uh, tie to the early Uptown days. <laughs> <laughs> he giggles. Wow. He giggles. All right, okay. I do my research, my <laughs> you know brother. What? I do my research. Okay, yeah. My, um, my ties to Uptown. Yo, you gotta be laughing. <laughs> my ties to the, my ties to the, and I was just, I was just with my brother, man, and he loved this. My ties to the uptown. I first got into the music industry, man. I, my passion was always film and music, but my brother's passion was always music. And my brother got his deal in 1989. Got signed to Uptown MCA Records, and he went under. He performed under the name of Father MC. So Father MC, uptown right? MCA, Treat him like these, you want to be treated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was one of the first artists that um. Puffy A and R, and he he was responsible for a lot of artists like Mary J. Blige and uh, Joe C and Intro. So it was really fun, you know. I'm a very creative person, and being in that creative space at Uptown, and my brother allowing me to be able to travel and see the world. Um, one of my good friends is Tupac Shakur. Okay, he was a roadie with a was he was a roadie with Digital Underground. Yeah, I was yeah. a roadie with Father. Trutch was a roadie with Latifah. We got a, we got a, a chance to experience the world in a, in, in a, a different eyeline that somebody else wouldn't have. And I really do think that all of that as an executive producer is going to play into this, this, I guess, epic series. Uh, Godfather of Harlem, September 29th on Epics, which is huge too. So it's a 10 series yeah, episode. We want everyone to tune in and watch it. What were you going to say? Epics is in 300 million homes. So there's no excuse not to subscribe to Epics. They just did, a deal with DirecTV, any cable provider is able to get Epics, and they will be giving it away, I think, for 30 days for free. So you okay. guys, please subscribe to Epics. They have some great shows. They have Pennyworth. They have Perpetual Grace LTD with Ben Kingsley. Pennyworth is about Alfred, uh, Batman's butler. It's it's a great network, and they are, they're doing great things over there. And they're about to have what show again? No, they have Pennyworth right now. No, 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 no. I'm trying to tell you to promote your you. own show, man. <laughs> Oh my bad, my bad, my bad. They're about to have the they're about to have the Godfather of Harlem. And please follow me on social media at Marquan. That's M A R K U A N N. That's my Instagram. 
Godfather of Harlem. If you go to the movies right now, you'll see our 30-second teaser in front of uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood yes. or the movie Us, Jordan mm-hmm. Peele, or the Shaft, uh, Shaft movie. You'll see our, our teaser. And we will be promoting heavily in the DMV area as well. Well, we want to see you when you get here. Absolutely, we do. So let's make this a live yeah. interview next time. You yes, come sir. Here. <laughs> yeah, so with me, so no. Hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry about that. No, <laughs> no I just came off a flight. No worries, yeah. man. Hey, we look forward to the series, man. This looks really interesting. I've seen the trailer several times, and I, I thought actually uh, it was going to come early on this summer, but uh, now I got time uh, to uh, you know get what, my you, epics. You know what's. You know what? Epics has been promoting this almost six months out. It seems like a long time. Yeah. This project. Yeah, I, yeah, that's how much they believe in this project. It comes out September 29th, and I trust me, when you see the stories, Chris Brancato is an amazing, amazing writer. Um, like I said, he's behind, he's behind uh, Narcos. He's behind a lot of great projects out there. Paul Eckstein's an amazing writer. Uh we have uh, a friend of mine named Moises. He had a, a web series called Money and Violence. He was in the writer's room. We, we have just uh, we we, just, we had an amazing staff. My partner James Atchison is was an amazing person who who was the key to helping me connect with Forrest. And after that, we just ran with it. Done deal. Promote the show one more time. Tell them where they can see it. Turn into the Godfather of Harlem on Epic September 29th. That's Sunday on Epics E P I X. Make it an epic day. When you get your family together, tell me it's going to be worth your while. The Power Table. So that was an interesting conversation that we had with my man Marquand Smith. And I didn't know that his brother was uh, Father MC. I didn't know that either. Yeah. History again. History again. You can learn from the power table. That's right. We went from Bumpy Johnson to Father MC in one episode. There you go. Now we're switching gears. It's time for the tea. <laughs> Let's take it from the top. Who needs water cooler talk? Boring. Listen. She has the tea. Come and get it while it's hot. <laughs> With Teresa Marie. All right, so Kevin Hart is walking after his emergency surgery to uh, to repair fractures in his back. And if I recall correctly, I think he had three different areas in his back that needed to be repaired. He had surgery or some discs fused together. I found this really interesting. So uh, Kevin Hart uh, was in his 1970s at a Barracuda. Barracuda, absolutely. Uh, Plymouth Barracuda. Right. uh, Speeding. Um, could be involved. No alcohol or anything like that was involved. He was not driving the car. The driver uh, was also seriously injured, and the female in the back, which is the driver's fiance, she was not. But um, they're indicating that there was some speed involved and off of a, a cliff. Yeah, there's some interesting circumstances surrounding this whole accident. Uh, uh, once again, a, a 1979, I believe, Barracuda is made a little bit differently than cars are today. So, fortunately uh, for Kevin Hart, he made it through. You know Kevin Hart ain't going to do nothing but get better. Yes, indeed. So, yeah, we're wishing is. and praying for Absolutely. the best of uh, Kevin Hart. And, and he has some upcoming projects, too, so that's going to be delayed. Yeah, speaking of upcoming projects, well, some that he's been on with Tiffany Haddish, Night School, and also Secret Life of Pets, too. She talked to USA Today and told them, quote, he's already walked. Walking, he's good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> You've heard it from the last black unicorn herself. I love Tiffany her. Haddish. Yeah.
Yeah, wishing him well <laughs> and her good luck. Right. All right. So Bahamas, man, it's just really heart wrenching. The devastation that's taking place in Bahamas, and I don't know if this is really tea, but I really want to inform people about it because if you think about it, um, there is really no access to certain aspects of the island. Uh, Sidney Portier has family there. He was born in Miami, but yeah. he was born to Bahamian parents. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> About 500, the report says, family members still on the island. He was raised there. His nephew, uh, Jeffrey Portier spoke to uh, New York Times and told him about 23 other family members are unaccounted for. So we're certainly praying for them and for the island. I have a girlfriend that lives there, Monique. She and her family are well. They had some flooding. They're in a different area, like central uh, area and over from where the damage was. But they still, when we visited, didn't have running water in certain areas and still trying to get up to speed of what we take advantage of today. Indeed. Uh, Hurricane Dorian was a very devastating hurricane for the Bahamas because it was a Category 5 hurricane five. Yeah. that was slow moving and the eye just sat over the Bahamian Islands, yeah. which cause a lot of devastation uh, to a lot of families there. So we are praying and praying for the everybody in the Bahamas who hear our voice as well. That's right. And that is the tea with Teresa Marie. I, I appreciate that, Teresa. No now, worries. check this out. Mm-hmm. Godfather Harlem, mm-hmm. September 29th on Epics. So if you're listening before September 29th to this podcast, you might want to tune in and anticipate this series. I think it's going to be a great series. Yes. We should do a follow-up. We should. With him and just check in and see the kind of reaction and and how people are feeling about it. I think it's going to be great. I do, too. So I'm going to turn in on September 29th and check out what Bumpy Johnson is all about. What is Bumpy Johnson all about? On Godfather of Harlem, all right? We got more new exciting episodes of The Power Table coming soon. Just check MyMagicDC.com and SoundCloud. That's right. It's The Power Table. Teresa Marie. LBD. Peace and blessings. Hit us up on the gram. Follow the LBD on Instagram at the underscore LBD1. And Teresa Marie at I am Teresa Marie. On my timeline. Timeline. Thank you for having a seat at the power table.